0: what's good internet welcome to session 38 of super gg radio where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent
1: it's a spouse cast (laughs) y'all i am your host alex arona with me this week is freshly tattooed badass and partner cosplayer as jade my silent bob beth arona hey beth
0: I am freshly tattooed, so obviously I'm planning to get a full sleeve soon. And I also do miss that hat that was for Jay, it was a baseball cap that said, I need money. Do you remember that? Where did it go?
1: Oh, it's in our costume closet. We have a costume closet. It was a real funny hat. Also with us this week is Joel's better half, Little Mermaid pro speedrunner and mobile game connoisseur, Kelly DeWitt. Hey, Kelly.
2: Hey, Alex, we need to do more mobile game app
1: things on here, so that would be fun. I agree. I got some games for you, let me tell you. Nice. Oh, and with me this week, as always, is my now seasoned streamer, Joel DeWitt. Hey, Joel. If by
3: seasoned you mean salty, then yeah, I'm, I'm very seasoned.
1: But that's how you get the flavor. You gotta salt bay that shit. <laughs> Just as a note to all of our listeners, I have inserted a huge ass picture of Salt Bay into our show notes forever.
0: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: you don't remember that at all?
0: Uh, no! I don't remember him, but I know, I feel like I've seen people do that.
1: He, he's weird. been I'm sure He's been deeply memified. Yeah, he definitely has. This week, we dabble in Blizzard and BBs in the news, bleed in the backlog blog, and test Beth and Kelly's bullshit detector with a little name that game. But as always, first, early adopters. Alphas, betas, and games that we bought at launch a month ago, but got distracted by the indies and podcasts to get to play. This week, we did a joint effort and went into Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. I kind of dove into this one and picked this one up if only because i felt like some of the 3d zeldas were a little bit intense and i kind of want i wanted to play this one with beth right yeah and again for this one for my understanding it's a little bit on the end of more puzzle heavy more trying to figure out what to do with items and less on the quick action reflexes would you agree joel
3: yeah i mean that's generally true of the top down 2d zeldas uh is that sort of it's as much about making your way across the map to get to the next dungeon it is not quite twitchy or anything of that
1: nature beth what did you think of this one
0: i mean you know that i like nintendo style games uh just cuz i don't know they remind me of maybe my childhood or such also like the the look of it looks kind of like that like rude you know that rudolph and they have all those other different types of um things on TV during Christmas time like I think it's called Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys and so I have really fond memories of that for sure.
1: Definitely a claymation style cartoony almost and the music is very amateurish where it sounds like it's a bunch of little kids playing the flute. I think it's cute. It is. I like yeah, it. Fairy. It's very it's, it's pleasant.
3: It's, yeah, it's very mild. It's it's a uh, it it's kind of it kind of reminds me of like it's low in, stress.
0: That's what I like about it. Yes. I feel like huh. it's low stress, and it was like easy enough for me to be able to just kind of wander around and not feel like I'm failing all the time. Like right, in some but of
3: these games. But it's it's like they're playing with one of those children's pianos that is like wooden and it makes the tink, tink 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 tink.
1: You know. Yeah,
2: yeah, I loved it. I, I loved love the aesthetics of it. I thought it was super cute, and I, I, I do low key pretty well.
1: That's awesome. Did you you guys, uh, did you get through the first dungeon?
3: No. Uh, truthfully, <laughs> we didn't even make it to the first dungeon. Um, <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> you guys put a little more work into it than us, yeah. I guess. But, you know, I, I'm not, did you guys re- look into any walkthroughs at all?
1: I did a little bit. Okay. Why do you ask?
3: Well, because we sort of went in blind. And honestly, when I first picked this up, and put a little bit of time into it. I was able to give direction into where to look for the sword, mm-hmm. and it took Kelly what maybe ten minutes.
2: Yeah. yeah no.
3: But you were also like slicing at the grass and picking up rupees and yeah. other stuff. But that that same task took me a good yeah. I did 40, a lot of
0: lawn mowing in that game. Forty minutes. <laughs> I.
3: It, it took me a good forty minutes of just sort of wandering around. I died a couple times even. Yeah, to
2: I I, I died a few times myself. And yeah I'm...
3: it's this game does not give you any innate direction about what to do next.
1: No, it doesn't, and that's kind of what I, I, from my understanding of this game is, is that you get an item, and then you don't know what to do with it, and you kind of have to just present it to everybody until someone goes, oh, that's mine, or I know what to do with that, and that's kind of the positives and negatives of this game, is that it's very, you have, it's an adventure game. You get an item, and then you just give it to everybody until somebody says, oh, perfect, that's what I needed. Right. Yeah. yeah, there's
0: this one section that you had to pay, I think, like 10 rupees or something to do a, one of those, like, pickup games that you see at a... Oh. Uh, oh, okay. uh, like a crane, crane games. Game. Yeah. Crane games, yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I just picked up it all. I used all my money. Yeah. <laughs> because I I didn't know what to do. Alex like, oh, look, you got one. Okay. And he thought I was going to leave. I was like, no, I got to get all of it. <laughs> why? Because... I don't know. It's all there. And I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know what I need.
1: Well, so. let me t- let me tell you guys this. The first time we played it, we played for about an hour and we couldn't figure it out because it is like, uh, like we said before, it was we go to the, the cells, go to the lost forest. And then there's a raccoon who won't let you go past. Right. And you have to go into a cave, move some <laughs> rocks around. But the rocks look very similar to the rocks that, you know, you can't pick up. You can't move. So you had to just kind of guess, hey, I hope these are, these rocks I can move, even though they look a lot like it. Mm-hmm. And get a mushroom, take it to a witch, the witch gives you dust, and then you got to go to that raccoon and make him fall asleep. It's like, that's a lot of steps just to get the key to the first dungeon.
3: Well, and it's it's visual cues on the map that, I don't know, I'm awful at those generally. If it's just telling you to like, based off of a cue on the map that you had to memorize like a pattern in order to move through the same steps to unlock a section i mean final fantasy 9 had a few of those and it drove me nuts too but it's just that's a limitation on my part i'm sure in some ways but if it's going to have those commonly it makes me wonder how long it's going to take to force me to use a walkthrough on this
1: it's it is from my understanding relatively short but it is also that is the formula, from my understanding. And I know a lot of people who who actively stop because they just got stuck and they didn't want to look it up online. There is there is actually a guy that his whole job is you're just supposed to call him on the phone and mm-hmm. he will be giving you hints. And that's kind of like what you're supposed to do, but it's super funny. Like they put that mechanic in there just because so many people couldn't figure it out. Wow. What, what's funny? I felt like
0: I knew everything. Probably because Alex was feeding me these tips from, <laughs> from his, from his cheater felt. codes.
1: Yeah, from online. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I just I, I thought it seemed really easy, but that was probably because he was saying like, "Oh, go that way," yeah, and I didn't that, really take it exactly as like it. he knew what he was just that's... leading me into. Well, what the he thing is, is,
1: I played along. I got I made my own save file and I started to play it, and I had to figure that out myself. Because, and, I, and I was like, I feel like Beth might get frustrated, so when I played, I played for like two hours just to get to where she was in like an hour, mm-hmm. just going through and trying it all out. That sounds right.
3: I uh, I don't know. It's it's something that I felt I felt frustrated and then I was starting to think about I've beaten Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, the super NES game before. And going back to it now, it's it's like a warm HUD. You just jump right in, you know exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. It's like you playing Legend of Zelda one oh, yeah, Kelly. Definitely. I mean how you played that so much as a kid. That you can just sort of go boom boom boom, oh, yeah. Absolutely. know exactly where to go, and it's a seamless thing that you feel satisfied at the challenge because you still beat all the stuff. But having that path guided out for you is oh, something sure. that makes it feel comfortable. And I'm I'm wondering like if today I had never played Link to the Past, if I'd have these same problems.
1: That yeah, I mean when you're a kid, you do have a lot of to- a lot more time on your hands to just kind of like poke at every single thing, you know.
0: And I guess that's kind of the fun of it, though. It's more like an exploratory game, right? Like, you guys, I think, want maybe to feel more accomplished, like you're always beating a boss or something. But I, I kind of like just, again, mowing the lawn and finding the same rupees that I got just to get more money.
2: Yeah.
0: I, so I, I, I can look, play the crane game more. Yeah, I love <laughs> that, that crane game. <laughs> and I walk around and I see all my little Nintendo characters. Like, there's a random, like, chain chomp that's, like, the oh, yeah. the the dog of one of the people's houses. It's cute, you know? It like, you is. see all your little familiar characters when you're going around. It, it, yeah, it's fun. Feels like home. It does. It really does. When I was 10.
3: <laughs> one, I, I don't understand how you guys did so well at the crane game, because I did... I, I blew all my money like I was at the slots and had
2: <laughs> just uh, used all my
3: paycheck. So it, it And then I went back to mowing the lawn for loose change. But... Uh, what was I doing with that?
1: I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, I was just going to say that it's interesting that I showed Beth screenshots of the original, the Game Boy version, Mm. and and she was like, man, this is very, it looks very different. And from my understanding, it is just as faithful, like the the gameplay is still very much the same.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's it's... It is basically unchanged from all the reviews I read on it. And uh, I guess the other thing I was trying to mention was that in the sense of discovering exploration versus accomplishment, I, I think it's also like with the way that the exploration works in this versus like a 3D Zelda game, especially with something like Breath of the Wild, Alex, where the you are doing that same kind of exploration in a 3D plane, but there's just different sets of tools that you're using to make progress in the world. And also... In a 2D Zelda game like these older ones, the way you open more to explore is by solving these puzzles that I've clearly established that I'm bad at. And the 3D ones, it's more just about reaching a certain spot in the map that sort of opens up the next section to you. And then there are different puzzles of a type that I'm probably just better at.
1: I I, understand. I completely agree. The, uh, the one thing I did want to add to it, though, is that we did get through the first dungeon and the first dungeon is that familiar Legend of Zelda formula where it is you go into a room, you fight all the enemies, a treasure chest opens up, there's a map, there's a compass, and you get an item in there that helps you fight the boss. And the, and the first item is a feather that lets you jump, which is very rare for like a Legend of Zelda game.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So, and there's actually in those in that dungeon, there's sections that are two D side scrolling, and you can jump on Goombas. Huh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they added a lot. Like the this game, the Link's Awakening, the original and this one adds a lot of Mario tones to it. Even the first guy that saves you on the uh, from the ocean, he looks like Mario.
3: Right. And the the other thing is that uh, that whole like twisting it to be on the two D plane kind of mirrors Zelda Two in a way. I wonder how close this was to that game when they came out.
1: I I think this was supposed to be more of a sequel to uh, Link to the Past, for my my understanding. I'm not, I am not I don't know if I remember that correctly. It's either Link to the Past or Ocarina of Time, where they were trying to do something different and go back to the well, you know what I mean, with the formula. Yeah, yeah, I understand.
0: Is it sad that I walked down the aisle to Zelda, to a Zelda song, but I've never played a game of Zelda before this? <laughs>
1: Yep. True story. Zelda's Lullaby was her walking down the aisle. Wow. Good choice. Nice. Very good that choice. That is a very pretty on the little organ, tune. Yeah, nonetheless.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I mean, uh, I, I bought uh, Skyward Sword day one because it came with the soundtrack for the orchestra. I love music. that. I love that and soundtrack. it's also one of the few video game soundtracks I can put on at home and Kelly will actively enjoy.
2: Oh, yeah. Always. <laughs> it's, it's like
3: that... Final Fantasy music, I've played Nier music for you before mm-hmm. and then and of course uh, Persona 5 Persona which, 5, yeah, if we want something yeah. more that funky and jazzy Absolutely. and low the, bass tones
1: the, the Playstation 4 menu uh, song, for, uh, the Playstation or the Persona 5, that's still our theme song, still going, that's every time I've actually changed my Playstation 4 theme and yeah. every time Beth goes no, wait, why did you do that? Put back the other one, put the original one up I See like that? Yeah,
3: you know, well, that's just it. It's, yeah, it's so good, and it's just because they're using that same oh. almost uh, monochromatic style of black, white, and red. Yeah. in the background what and is that music. One. That
2: the mu- Speaking of music, the what is that? Her- Horizon, Horizon Zero, Zero Dawn. Dawn. Oh my god, that's, I love that soundtrack.
3: Yeah, it's just since that persona one's so good, know, we haven't we had have our Horizon to... one on. No, a <laughs> while but
2: that persona is so much fun. I love
1: mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Uh, But this actually has a a bit of an animal crossing feel to it, so I've noticed. So I I enjoy it for and and respect it for the... No, no. (laughs) I was going back to Link's Awakening. (laughs) It has this animal crossing feel to it Mm -hmm. that it had, you know, it's just, I I really appreciate and it's kind of made me feel all warm and toasty inside because of that.
3: I don't know. I think Morgana could exist in the uh, animal crossing world.
2: Morgana could exist anywhere.
3: I take the mortgage from Morgana.
2: <laughs> 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 oh
1: dear. Well, that was dare I say it, legendary. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I apologize see, to all involved. See, now
3: you're feeling this.
1: <laughs> now you don't know understand
3: why I'm sighing and groaning at groaning <laughs> <brawing> at.
1: <laughs> Let's take a break and then get onto some news. Back. Back with the news. Not all the news. Just the news that triggers us in some way. Now, we have, uh, it's, not, it's not too heavy of a news week, but we did want to speak on the, the Blizzard controversy, if only because it was kind of funny. Uh, they, just, because uh, I don't know if Beth really follows the news. Kelly, did you follow any, like, you follow a lot of video game news? I assume no.
2: I, I do not, but I do hear Joel talking about it on occasion, but I don't know anything about this BlizzCon thing.
1: Uh, Blizzard is a very famous, uh, prolific video game company. It's uh, a World of Warcraft, correct? War- World of Warcraft. They have a game called Overwatch. Yeah. They have a game series called Diablo. Uh, my brother-in-law plays it quite, play those games quite a bit. Uh, they had a competition for a game, and wh- the the person who won part of the sports team went out and said that Hong Kong needs to be free. And there's a big controversy in Hong Kong right now uh, versus the the Emperor and all this stuff going on. A lot of politics. But he said, free Hong Kong. And Blizzard banned him from the game, removed his money, and made him not the winner anymore. Wow. There was a whole lot of controversy there. They they
3: fired a few commentators (sighs) that were just on the same screen while he yelled this. And they they didn't have any idea. So in this video, they, like, jump behind... The, the desk to try to not be seen because in China right now, especially part of their tactics are to have spa- face scanning technology. Yeah. So they don't want their face associated with anybody saying
1: things that are controversial to the Chinese government.
2: Yes. Oh, wow. That's incredible.
1: So all of this happened, and then they had their big convention for all of the people that play those games, and they go going to announce new games and all this stuff. And they came out with an apology saying, like, I know we need to work on being better. We need to work on it. And then they said, but we're not changing anything. Yeah. So they, they said, "Well, oh, we're sorry. We're working on being better. We shouldn't have banned that guy, but we're not going to do it. We're not going to change anything that was from the
3: president of blizzard right yes and yes. he he even used the phrase like the phrase actions speak louder than words in his apology about it and yeah like you said the they had an interview like the next day come out where they were just like no we're we're, we're not well, what we're sorry for is how quickly we came to the decision and
1: uh
3: please quit canceling your blizzard accounts yeah
1: yeah so it was yeah. kind of funny. The, the the convention had a lot of protesters, so they had, obviously had a lot of stuff going on. But they they announced two games, Diablo Four and Overwatch Two. Overwatch Two had such a cute and beautiful introduction video that was just heartwarming. And it's, it's all funny because everybody is so quick to, to be like anti Blizzard and do all this stuff. And then as soon as the you know it's a controversy, controversy. Oh wait, they made a game I like. I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. It, it's, honestly, In the that's end of the
0: day, that's all any of those people want are there for, really, right?
1: And see. I'm showing Beth here footage of the Overwatch trailer, and these characters are just fun and having a good time, and there's heartwarming moments. And then it's like, oh, yeah, but they also did this horrible thing and bowed down to China.
3: Oh, what are you going to do? Yeah, well, it's... I'm not gonna tell people how to spend their money, but it it is the whole idea behind. It's easy to state a value set until what you want can be compromised by it, and that's true of what Blizzard did with this player of Hearthstone because they're more or less just uh, being punitive with how quickly they punish this guy, uh, which you know for speaking out on something, and then also with people who want to play these games where. You know, they'll be quick to raise holy hell online and threaten to boycott and all that jazz until they get w- what they want, which is another game.
1: <laughs> yeah. And again, the new World of Warcraft expansion. Uh, so there's there was a lot announced at the Blizzard convention. And it, but it, again, it was also overshadowed by like a whole lot of protesters and a lot of people saying, like, well, they're not going to change anything. Uh, Getty wanted to know if we watched the cinematic uh, because he laughed out loud. Did you watch it, Joel? Uh, which one? The World of Warcraft Shadowlands cinematic?
3: No, I actually haven't. No.
1: It's pretty interesting just because uh, the person who, uh, the Lich King on the Frozen Throne, uh, the Lady of the Underworld, the leader of the Underworld faction, has been becoming an evil person and becoming the villain of those games. Mm-hmm. And she kill she destroys and kills the the Lich King, and then makes it so that everybody now you're the new expansion is you're going to the land of the undead because now there's no now the undead is world is you can go visit it now.
3: <laughs> I uh World of Warcraft one of the best things had always been the cinematics, and so e- even years after I stopped playing. When they announced a new expansion, I'd be really eager to see what the cinematic was because it was animation that rivaled anything you'd see on movies in quality. And also, they were written and directed in a way that felt really dynamic and told a story in its own little like minute-and-a-half snippet. Like, the cinematic one they did for, what's one after Burning Crusade?
1: I think that was The Frozen Throne.
3: Yeah, the Frozen Throne. With them sort of uncovering Arthas with his father sort of giving this rousing speech about how you're born for greater things and juxtaposed with him being like this monster resurrected that's creating an army of frozen soldiers and dragons and shit. Like, they they were some of the best with that. And that's also why I'm not surprised people want a single-player Overwatch story. Because that short, like you said was surprisingly affecting for something that has hardly any backstory.
1: Well, that's kind of the point of the Overwatch the cinematic trailer, which calling it a short is a little bit... It's, it's eight minutes. So. Yeah. But uh, the idea is that with Overwatch 2, you will now get a story mode and any extra PvP multiplayer stuff will be added on to Overwatch 1. But if you buy Overwatch 2, you get the whole single player, which now gives it that story that people have been craving because those videos have been going on for a long time.
3: Are, are you getting
1: it? We will see. I mean, the give the multiplayer will be just part of it, like the regular Overwatch. If you have Overwatch One, you can still play multiplayer. If I like right. what they're doing with the multiplayer, you know. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the next one is uh, Kojima Productions to expand beyond video games into movie production. If you thought the games were a little off the wall, imagine Inception on some hard drugs.
3: <laughs> you remember that game that I showed you trailers on, Kelly? Yeah. Last time we did this. Yes. Uh, his company is working on that game,
2: Wow. Death
3: Stranding, Oof. which uh, Alex will be playing after
1: tonight. Yikes. <laughs> Are you excited? I am very excited. I, I kind of know what I'm getting into, which is a whole lot of weirdness with a whole lot of being a mailman. So we will see how it goes. <laughs> the next is the Smash Direct happened. Uh, Smash Brothers got its own Nintendo Direct where they talked about Terry Bogard, one of my favorite characters. From the Fatal Fury and King of Fighters franchise, I uh, got a Smash Stadium, some other King of Fighters characters in the background, 50 different types of tracks from King of Fighters, Mai Shiranui, not included, because Smash Bros. is for good boys and good girls. <laughs> now, real quick, real quick, I just want to bring this up to Beth here. Beth, Smash Brothers, they got this new character named Terry Bogard.
2: Okay.
1: But there's another character called Mai Shiranui, and they said that S- Smash Brothers is for good boys and good girls, and they did not want to include her in the background. I want to show What's you this. Wrong with okay. Well, let's Kelly. take a look right oh here. I'm sh- <laughs> <laughs> I am currently showing <laughs> Kelly with search That's results great. of mine. And my... then um, right here, one more. Let's see. That's her normal standing animation in the games. Yep. Oh, I'm your gonna favorite find hentai. that here, too. Yeah.
2: No.
3: <laughs> <laughs> here. There this we go. Is, this is her movement animation.
2: Wow. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. <laughs> Well, I mean, if they weren't jiggling, it wouldn't be so bad. Uh,
1: there, she has been in other places where she hasn't jiggled quite so much, but I guess I can't, like... You
0: know?
3: <laughs> do, do you remember... Uh,
0: yeah, see, what, was that one's it? okay.
3: Street Fighter Just... 5, when it first oh came out, there was a bud with... Uh, it was Chun-Li at the uh, Versus screen, <laughs> when you saw oh, the character, and yeah. she do, like, a stance move, and her boobs would be, like, <laughs> bouncing up and down, like, two balloon <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember you <laughs> telling me about that.
0: Yeah, like it, I just don't see like the nest. Nece- it's not necessary for her to be that bouncy. So why didn't they just calm that down and keep her in?
1: She won't even be a playable character. So at that point, the bounciness is a moot point. But I guess it makes people think
3: about it. You know what I mean? I mean the bayonet is in this game, so it, it's it's really kind of, on its face ridiculous to me. But she she uh, is very sexual. Yeah, uh, she is sex. Personified, like it's not in that way. I mean, mean, like her her character is like depicted
1: that way. Yes, keep going, please. (laughs) All right, so that was uh, our late news week. Oh man, she is dying over there. We're gonna have even more fun in the backlog blog. First, let's take a break. We're back. It's time for the backlog vlog, where we play those games that we bought without telling our wives, and casually bring up now when we hope they already forgot.
3: <laughs> crap, um, crap. See, what, what was the
1: last one? That like I that time when I permission. started finding
0: out that you were getting things sent to your work.
1: That kung fu films. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> no joke. He bought like a series of kung fu films. And the I blind
1: swordsman. They were on sale on Amazon. <laughs> the blind and I swordsman. I saw it on like
0: our credit card or something, and I'm like when did you get these? <laughs> like, oh, I got them delivered. And I was like, no, I always see the deliveries. He's like, well, I got them delivered somewhere else. I'm like, oh. They don't Hide.
1: let us do get deliveries at work anymore. Hide your shame, Marona. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They don't let us get deliveries at work anymore. Mm. This week, we played Bleed 2, which uh, um, the last time Beth was on, we played Bleed 1. Uh, do you guys want to start us off on Bleed 2?
2: Yeah, I, I found it interesting enough, uh, for sure.
1: What Describe Bleed
3: to?
2: The two little characters, one with the pink hair and the other one with the blonde hair. And it was one of those side-scroll games where you have to go, and it was like playing Ninja Turtles. And then, what did we do? We fought. Yeah, we shot a lot. And then we cut things and i i that that's all i mean that's all i really did i mean i had to deflect certain things and
0: but shut up so when you say we fought does that mean you fought people in the game or you guys were fighting
1: (laughs) a little bit a a little little
2: bit of
0: this a little bit of that
1: Um, i know i I can tell you that was the same story here in the arona home
2: No, we, yeah. we, we were doing a lot of on-screen fighting. Or
3: backseat gaming. I mean, it's... <laughs> yes, it is,
1: Joel. Well, uh, uh, so Bleed is a very unique game. We played it the first time. I, I picked it up on a whim because it looked like a fun co-op game. What sets it apart is the fact that its control scheme is different. It's, the jump is on right trigger, and you shoot by using the right stick. So you just aim your right stick and you automatically just start firing. The second game, uh, Bleed 2, they have they've changed up a little bit of the gameplay by adding... Like your characters, whenever you play, the main character's name is Rin, and she has pink hair. Now, when you play second player, the second player had orange hair, but that didn't particularly have any effect in Bleed 1. But in Bleed 2, now when you add that second character, bullets are now color-coded to your character. So... Pink bullets can be deflected with your bumper, uh, and uh, the orange character can deflect orange bullets. So there is a certain level of like, putting it in two-player does add a, an extra level of difficulty because you both now have to coordinate. Also, like the first game, you guys share a life bar. So it, it, you're only as good as your weakest link.
0: Well, also, and you can leave me behind.
1: Yeah, that's really yeah. true. <laughs> I know, yeah.
0: So I'm stuck. And I'm like, help, help. And he's just like moving on and on.
1: So they never no, teleport it, you back like Tails gets in uh, Sonic? Well, they... Sometimes they it's, it's, do? Hit or, it's hit or miss. If you get to a boss, mm-hmm. it'll teleport the other person in. More often than not, you were faster than me, to, like leaving me behind. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a fast game. That was one thing I noticed about it. It was very fast. Well, and
3: was- t- tell me, how did. Obviously, it was frustrating at start to get used to the controls where the trigger was the jump, and then you also could hit the jumps in successive points to cause a boost and mm-hmm. sort of do your best Iron Man impersonation. But it...
0: I guess that's probably why I was so fast because I was just kind of like going like, jump, 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 jump. <laughs> so I'm like literally like speeding forward, like flying.
3: I was thinking about it. the controls made sense for what you have to do because you have to be using the right analog stick to always be aiming your sh- fired shots or flicking it to do the yeah. deflection. That sort of constraining your... Right thumb made it to where like it couldn't be a face button for a jump.
1: That you know that actually is true. You need to have your hand, your right hand free to be able to run the stick and then just hit the trigger. Right. So that that con- I guess that control scheme it does work. It's a little chaotic. The game is also it's like more of a bullet hell where there are just sections of just constant bullets on the screen that you have to deflect or dodge. And the levels are relatively. The game is rel- The first game was about four hours. This one uh, you can beat it in one. I think it took us uh, two and a half.
0: Yeah, it was. Significantly shorter.
1: So, how far were
3: we when we stopped?
1: You were about, I want to say, sixty percent of the way. Wow!
3: Wow! You, you said that was the toughest boss, though.
1: Yes. Uh, yeah. And the problem I have with this game and uh, the first game, the, the the big point I had was that this game kind of goes a lot longer than I feel like it needs to. So, you def- you're on that spaceship and you defeat the boss and the whole spaceship crashes. And then the villain says, okay, now you have to beat me in a wrestling match publicly. And you're like, okay, cool, <laughs> defeat them. Then the boss says, oh, by the way, or that you beat the boss. And then the guy who was kind of helping you, who was your rival from the first game comes, okay, now you've got to defeat me. But my boss level is I Stop have two life. My... You have two life bars. <laughs> then you have a, a, a mode where you're fighting him in a mech, and then you fight him one-on-one. So it's last boss, psychic evil boss. Than your rival three-part boss.
0: I guess that didn't really surprise me since I've already played Bleed 1.
1: Yeah, and it was very similar as well because once you beat the last boss... the whole
0: premise of the game just doesn't... isn't really... I mean, it's thought out and it's different for sure, but it's not... It's almost, like, too different that it doesn't make sense because Rin is supposed to be... She's trying to be a superhero and then she's killing all of the other... Yes, and the... Superheroes in the first one? Which doesn't even make sense because it's like... Why would a hero kill other heroes, and then the heroes look like they're villains, but they call them heroes? I don't know. And then this one, I don't know who we were trying to defeat because it wasn't the same type was a, of premise in that way. But then the end was very similar in the fact of it kind of ends and then it goes into this like personal battle with your rival, her rival, hmm. which is kind of her friend as well.
1: Yes, yeah, because at the end, at the end of the, the the whole point of the first game, you're killing off every hero just so you can be the best one, and now. You're the best one, and then at the end, you're fighting your rival, and the, there's the newscaster. Literally goes, "Whoever wins, that'll be our hero forever." Like, <laughs> so, so
3: the newscaster was in the first one too.
1: Uh, I don't, I don't, I know don't remember was... him. No, yeah. hmm. but it was, but the, the 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 crowd was represented. The story was still representative of like the world thinks that oh, she's killing the heroes. Well, she's probably a hero too. You know what I mean? It's like, wait, what?
2: <laughs> Well, the newscaster was like my favorite of the whole thing. He was fun. He was cute.
1: Now, just as a note for our listeners, we did play this on two separate occasions. Me, Multiplayer Monday, and Joel's show 2D Tuesdays on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash but which is also now on our YouTube. Uh, <laughs> the one thing that I thought was more like the, mo- the funniest thing I want to say is you had the exact same conversation instantaneously of seeing that newscaster, which was, was he a dinosaur or was he a flower?
0: I thought he was a turtle. I, th- <laughs> I thought he was a lizard. <laughs> yeah, we, or And then also I thought that his face was just like a, it looked like kind of like a globe. But he had like, with like he, a he had little petals.
1: He, so I couldn't he, tell.
0: I didn't, again, the game doesn't really make sense in a way. So I just like, you just have to just accept. Yeah.
3: He, he's like a piranha plant that uh, started as a Neanderthal and then uh, hundreds of thousands of years later, he's now the like modern day piranha plant that has been domesticated and goes to a nine to five job.
1: Oh, what? I don't know. I, I also like that he was—he he's sometimes turned very aggressive. Like, he'd just be like, yeah, <laughs> yes. everything's going to be great. Don't turn that channel now. It's like, what?
2: <laughs> Man. It's
1: a bit furrowed brows.
3: It, it, it,
2: it was fun. It, yeah. it, he, he was fun. I, I'm pretty sure he is a dinosaur, though. So. Uh,
1: uh, I did want to note one other thing, is that uh, this game took a very straightforward path as far as the game mechanics are concerned. Sadly, in the first game, the levels were very much more varied. So sometimes you'd be on a train. Sometimes you'd be going up a level. Sometimes, at one, one of them, you have to defeat a giant uh, dragon. That's one of the heroes that you want to defeat so you can be a better hero than them. And you hide inside of an apple. And you're an apple, but that the apple keeps dropping in through the dinosaur's stomach. So you are going, like the apple is moving and you're trying to stay within the apple while avoiding the obstacles in the level. <laughs> So there's a lot more variation in the first game than this one. I was kind of disappointed by the fact that it just ended up being straightforward shooting, straightforward shooting, straightforward shooting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah, the other one was very, like, creative levels, I thought. Like, really, some of them were really out of the box, like this Apple one he's talking or about. Or
1: there was, like, one that was stealth. Like, there was laser beams, and it was a platformer so you had to avoid the laser beams, and you had to time your running, and there was no shooting involved. It, actually, what was funnier is that if you got hit by the laser beams, thousands of enemies would just swarm you. What Was it better for the creativity? I think so, yes. I think it broke it up a little bit better because in this one, if you, didn't, if you weren't just good at the shooting, you're kind of just, well, I got to brute force this and just kind of like hope that I get the guy before he kills me. And the other ones, it was the levels at least had some fun progression before it got to that kind of bosses.
3: Yeah, it makes me wonder what went into the decision making for something like that, because I don't know, maybe they got feedback from the first game that people liked the gunplay but didn't like the, the take on the Apple or the stealth missions and stuff, or if they just felt like they wanted to focus on refining the gameplay. Because, I mean, like you said, they made changes with the deflections and having the time the color coding of the responses to that, which... For two people who were more coordinated than Kelly and me, maybe it would have been a little more fluid and cool. <laughs> but uh,
0: I liked that piece of it. I, I don't
3: I, know. I, I did like it. I, did liked.
0: I, that I liked that a lot. I thought it was a good uh, addition.
3: Yeah, I did like it. I, just, I, I think about, like, I wonder if somebody who's just really adept at it, two people playing together, could almost be timing it like a rhythm game or something and <laughs> being that insane where it was like we were scrambling to try to deflect and save each other and try to hit them back at the enemies.
1: I think that is the case, and the reason why I say that is because when we stream these, we stream these on our Twitch channel, and someone reached out to me and messaged me that said, hey, I'm part of the Bleed and Bleed 2 community, and we're a group of people who do speed runs and different types of runs with different characters that you can unlock and different weapons and try to do different things within the game, Mm -hmm. and... That makes me think that people are playing this, trying to do the perfect run, trying to be completely synchronized, trying to do these these as fast as possible, most efficient way possible, or trying to do it different ways.
3: That's really cool that there's communities like that for a game like this. Like you, I, I imagine a lot of people who are focused on trying to do that speed run type stuff is because they have a game that they love and just play nonstop. But uh, it, it's neat that people are dedicated to an indie like that.
0: I kind of like this game just because you could I felt like without a lot of video game experience, I could I could still get by as long as the other person's patient with me by just shooting in circles mm-hmm. and being OK <laughs> with dying every second and starting over every second. But it goes so fast that you're it doesn't matter. You're just trying to like, OK, shoot, 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 jump, 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 jump die. Oh, right, repeat, 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 repeat.
1: It was. It, it, I found that it, what worked best is giving, giving like finding a job that like Beth felt like comfortable with, and then me kind of like filling in some gaps here and there. So it'd be like, okay, she has problems with these jumps. Then there's a slow mo mechanic on the left oh, bumper. I forgot. Yeah, that's
3: like the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did we get this? How did we get this far into the conversation without mentioning oh, it? That, <laughs> you I you I have forgot. a meter, and
1: then if you hit the left bumper, it would slow mo, and it would run out, and you have to let it recharge again. But I found that some of those more difficult jumps, that I, I was finding, that if I could handle it, I would slow mo for Beth, and then at the same time, if there was ads or other bombs happening or all this other options and mechanics things going on, it would it would behoove us to have me on those and have Beth just focus on the boss.
3: Okay, so yeah, your your mind went to the same place then too. Does there's one specific one I recall where it's like there are ads and projectiles coming that you can shoot off, but then your focus is really on the head of the the head of the monster or structure. And sorry, Kelly knocked my headset off, so I had to. (laughs) Sorry.
1: Just start again.
2: Just start again, Joel.
3: No, this is just stay in. <laughs> oh
1: God! <laughs> You're editing, not me. I know, I know. <laughs>
3: That's why it's just stay in. Um, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it, it behooves you to have a strategy to approach stuff like that. And I don't, I don't even remember if I worded it to you, but I recall like me focusing on the ad so you could focus on the enemy and not have to shoot away yeah. so much.
1: Yeah. Yep. and again, lots of boss variations, a lot of different fun things happening. What I, uh, the one funny bit for me, Joel, was that there was you're on top of the spaceship, and all of a sudden you start you, you go through like a boss rush of like four different bosses in a row. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was an inside joke on that where those bosses were all were some of the bosses and heroes from the first game. Yeah. Now the other joke is that once you beat that level, the newscaster says to you. Hey, they were—they defeat—they—they—they're inside the spaceship now. They did a good job uh, fighting the—the the villain. They're gonna get him this time. Also, just because we were doing it, we threw a bunch of trash from the last game up in the sky, and <laughs> they took care of it for us. So that's good. And it's like, wait, what? The people, like, were hindering your—you pro- to fight a boss, a bunch of bosses because of them. Mm, yeah.
3: mm. So strange little area to insert some lore. <laughs> exactly.
1: Took- I was like, that's a weird lore bit, you know? Yeah. Kelly, do you think that you will continue with Joel on this one, or you think you're going to pass and no, avoid the headache?
2: Uh, no, actually, I'm. I, I'm sort of in the. I'm sort of in it to win it at this point. I, I think we got to a point where I was starting to catch my footing a tiny, tiny bit, and I'd like to see if I can actually get through it. It, it, it was. It's better than playing through. Mario World, or whatever it was. So it's <laughs> you heard
1: that hot tag, Kelly DeWitt. Bleed 2, better than Super Mario World. Yep,
2: yep, yep, <laughs> yep. No, I, I actually do want to finish this, and I, I think it's a lot of fun, strangely enough. but
0: yeah. I like things that have an end. Yeah. I, I do, too. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yep. uh, Beth, Beth, you're up for Bleed 3?
0: Yeah, I would try it.
1: Awesome. Did you ever Def- figure out why they call it Bleed? No. Like to no, this, I didn't.
3: That's another thing is that the graphics here are actually kind of cutesy. They are. And, and I mean, of course, they're shooting guns, but I don't recall any gore or blood or anything I've seen like that that really matches the name. Like I, I read the name and I was thinking. My first thought was like postal, <laughs> you know, that that kind of caliber. But uh, no, I just yeah, found it it's not strange.
1: Yeah, very pixel art, very cartoony. No blood. No, not really a whole lot of blood to be found. No, very cute. But, uh, Yeah, definitely a good time. I recommend everyone watch the streams and uh, compare our progress between each couple. Next time we play a game, we'll do a wife swap. I'm never saying that sentence again. (laughs) I don't know.
3: What do you think,
1: Kelly? Yeah. Joel. (laughs) Quick to the break before I get myself further into trouble. And Joel. And Joel. (laughs) On to the break. back now we're playing a game we've actually brought up and played before but this time it's for the ladies man this gets creepier and creepier i apologize ladies (laughs) ladies Ladies.
0: you have to use that voice too don't you i know that's exactly why i said did you practice
3: no i did not practice (laughs) what do you like anything from the store ladies
1: (laughs)
0: ladies
1: Okay, so we're going to play Name That Game. Name That Game is a game where we uh, give you some premises that are either a fake game or real game, as well as try to give you some premises of some real games and see if you can guess what the name of the game is. Make sense? Okay, so we have to guess
2: the name of the game. Don't do that.
1: We'll get sued. Oh, no. I'll stop. Sorry. Uh, Yes, and if there's any special props, we'll let you know. So, number one, this is kind of a a warm-up question for you guys. There's ten of them. Number one, a plumber is caught in a death race... And uses fungus and reptile parts to thwart his adversaries. Now, uh, let's see if you girls can guess the game. Uh, So,
2: plumber. So it's Mario.
1: But he uses—he's caught in a death race and uses fungus and reptile parts to thwart his adversaries.
2: Oh, Mario Kart.
1: Oh, Mario Kart! It is fungus. That's mushrooms. Oh, and actually, I'm going to—I'm going to take a score here. I'm going to write this one down. Okay, that point went to Kelly. Uh, I think, actually, now that I think about it, we're going to have a ding. I want you guys to say ding when you guys know the answer. Whoever hits the first ding gets the answer. Gets the answer if they know the answer. All right. Okay, Joel, number two.
3: A family member suggests you visit a quaint tourist town only to come to some shocking self-discoveries. Is it A, Resident Evil, or B, Silent Hill? Ding.
2: Ding. I think it's Resident Evil.
3: Do we want to give Beth a chance of death, or do we just want to give it?
0: I'm going to say the other one. Silent Hill? <laughs> Silent Hill.
1: Okay, and the answer is... Silent Hill.
0: Yes! <sighs> I win off your loss. <laughs> Damn,
1: you're, you're really competitive. I forgot. Yes. Oh, God. Right, okay, huh? so this one is... All right. this, this one is going to be uh, the same format where you both get to answer. Uh, number three, you are a cat to a space captain, and you must do the legwork fighting an evil mouse while fi- fighting also aliens in a robot suit. Is it A, Cat Quest, or B, Gato Roboto? Ding! Go ahead. You can go first.
0: Cat Quest.
1: Okay. And I'm Ke- definitely going with Gatto Roboto. And the answer is Gatto Robato.
0: No! Yes! <laughs> the name was just too clever.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh, just as a note, Cat Quest is also a game. Oh, Getty loves it. Just not this game.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so this one is a ding, because uh, only one person's really going to get to answer the question. Joel, go ahead. All right, true or
3: false, is this a game? A postman goes from town to town delivering mail while being chased around by ghosts, caring for a baby, and trying to escape Die Hard Man.
2: Dang. True.
3: There we go. Uh, bonus Be- question here. Do you know what Damon it is?
0: I don't. What's Die Hard Man?
1: That's the name of the char- of a character. Die uh. Hard Man. Beth, do you yeah, want to guess what Damon it is? Oh, she is. I don't think she has any clue. I have not exposed <laughs> her to this. Beth, I'm going after this to go pick up the game from Death Stop, from Guest Stop, Game Stop, <laughs> called Death Stranding. Where is this the game? Yep. A postman goes from town to town delivering mail, being chased around by ghosts, caring for a baby, and fighting the villain Die Hard Men.
0: Wow. Mm.
1: I hope you have yeah. a good book ready. I,
0: b- I bet that's a classic. It's a- <laughs>
1: we'll find out.
0: <laughs> for years to come, you'll be thinking about it.
1: I know. Okay, number five. This is a ding, so you got to you gotta ring in first. Is this a game? You are an accountant for the mob and must continue to do their books and accounting or risk life and limb. Ding. Yes. No. Answer is not a game. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> an accountant.
1: Well, I mean, I, I was actually going to throw in a joke about uh, papers, please.
0: Oh, yeah. Well,
1: that was one yeah. of them. I was trying to think about a way to write it. <laughs> Beth, really but really like Papers, Please? Well, that,
3: that's what I was worried about. I it was, was like, structured. maybe Beth has been exposed to
1: it yet. <laughs> yeah, she definitely is.
0: But no one likes math.
1: Yeah, that's true. I don't well, know. I, I mean, feel like there's plenty of people who like math. Unless it's an
0: educational game, I don't think that you're going to pull off math in a video game.
1: Hey, Joel. Yeah. Hands on dick. <laughs> it's an educational game. It's a dictionary. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> don't you m- remember we... have uh, uh, we played the Indie or Outie, and it was hands-on dick.
3: Oh yeah, I I had erased it from my memory. I knew there was uh, a good reason why, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joel, you want to go to number six? All right, name this game. Local teens compete in an animal fight club for cash and prizes.
2: Ding. Pokemon.
1: That is correct. Are yes. you reading? Are you reading the? No, form? I'm
2: not reading
1: it. No, she's not no. reading it. No. How it do don't you know?
2: St- don't
1: you dare Couldn't <laughs> lie that be Smash like Bros, that? too? No, those are toys. Okay, so Kelly's got a point here. Hmm. Uh, also, somewhere I missed a point. <sighs> <laughs> hmm.
3: I think we all missed the point here.
1: Yeah, we... <laughs> so, we're off by some points, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> all right, the next one. Uh, I want you to pick one of these, A or B, for both of you. A young man thinks the only way he can impress his girlfriend is by beating up her ex'es. Oh the games dang. are
2: yep yep Oh sorry oh, I actually know this. <laughs> Good you did
1: it you did the Jeopardy rules before I even read it.
2: Okay uh, Scott Pilgrim saves the word saves the world or whatever.
1: Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Versus the, no, the world.
3: No, no. no. If we're going by Jeopardy rules, mm-hmm. then that means you should
1: complete. <laughs> <laughs> no, shh.
2: Yeah, she lost. lost. I, I did not lose. That I win. not uh, Oh, they,
3: they screw people on on mispronunciation.
0: I, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> I know. A whole I, I, would, word in there. I would definitely lose that one for sure. I should remember that, too, because Alex, when we started dating, he actually had to talk to someone because I said, I don't know about that movie. It was Okay. <laughs> Nope. And then he almost broke up with me. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> it's true. Uh,
1: okay, so so now you both got to pick an answer here. Uh, Joel, go ahead for number eight.
3: All right. Is this a game? A child plays pretend fight with all his bedroom toys. All of his what? Bedroom toys.
0: Bedroom toys. Um, true. No. Yes, ding ding. True. <laughs> 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 It is true.
3: Can you name the game? Is it Super Smash Brothers or is it Toy Fighters?
0: Toy Fighters.
1: Oh, no. Really? You just gave
0: me the answer, too. How is Super Smash Brothers toys of a So
3: the cinematic for the first game on Nintendo 64 actually starts in a bedroom. And it doesn't show a person, but they show hands picking up little rag doll toys of the Mario characters, and, um, and then it pans over to them doing, like, the yeah. actual matches in, in the game.
2: Interesting. The
3: bosses for Super Smash Brothers are called Master Hand and Crazy Hand. <laughs> so it's like the child's left and right hand, you know, like they're playing with the characters. I did and it's, not know It's about. just something that's... They've sort of abandoned the concept in recent games, but that's where it sort of came from.
0: So now they just don't mention, like why you're fighting it's just like you're fighting
3: yeah but the weird thing is that even the latest smash brothers game the cinematic it's like a sky full of these hands but it's not like the hands come at you it's this weird thing where they all evaporate into balls of light and then come shooting at everybody (laughs) as like personified lasers
1: and that's even the the symbol for smash brothers is the sun against a, a boy's window so you see the, like the crosses on the window and the symbol on a big circle. And that's a smash with a logo. That's mm-hmm. so crazy. Okay. Number nine. I want you guys to pick from one or two options. A dumber, better, liked military veteran keeps getting fooled by his smarter, less loved twin brother. A. Metal Gear Solid. B. Hello, neighbor. Both of you can pick. A dumber, better, liked military veteran keeps getting fooled by his smarter less loved twin brother
0: ding neighbor
1: and Ke- Kelly and I- I'm gonna as well?
2: go with Metal Gear Solid
1: and the answer is Metal Gear Solid okay. th- it's a very heavy spy, move, spy movie kind of
2: game yeah I thought I heard that <laughs> with a healthy
1: dose of government
3: conspiracy mind control and uh, nanomachines
1: Okay, the last question, Joel. <laughs> this is a this is a ding, you gotta say ding to answer the question.
3: A waterfowl on a dangerous path of destruction and chaos. Bring the kids.
2: Ding. Untitled Goose Game. Yeah. Yes! <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love that game so much. <laughs> that game is too much fun and too I, funny.
3: I think my favorite part of it still is how
1: James I giggled and called it a part. <laughs> <laughs> that is <was> so sad. <laughs> we did, both did fine.
0: I should have cheated and tried to squint. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't do that even squinting. Oh.
1: And that was Name This Game. But for now, we're going to move on to One last thing, one last thing where we give one last sentence, one last statement, sending us over here into the weekend and sending you, the listener, into your weekday. For me, I'm about to meet some lady in a parking lot to get a shady, low-key copy of Death Stranding. I mean, I am, but no, mostly just kidding. Thanks to the fine people of the Chicago Rosemont GameStop for (laughs) staying out a little bit later so I can go get my copy of Death Stranding and get weird tonight. You're going to have to book it
3: here after (laughs) recording i'll be fine joel what's up with you uh speaking of games that we didn't tell our spouses about buying oh, God. <laughs> I, I got uh Sekiro shadows die twice for a uh, gamefly so uh I'll, I'll be talking about that probably after thanksgiving sometime because i it'll take me forever to make progress on
1: that and then maybe i'll get to play it once you're done
3: oh I'll, I'll swap you death stranding <laughs> and then oh hell yeah dude that's probably about how long it'll be for me
1: hell yeah that sounds good I'm sorry.
2: That's, oh, that's I, fine, <laughs> whatever.
1: Beth, what's your one last thing?
0: Well, this is my last week of my last clinical, hopefully. Cross our fingers and pray for me, everyone. And I'm going to be a doctor, y'all.
2: Sweet.
1: Yeah, good work. All right, and uh, Kelly, your le- one last thing?
2: I got through my teacher conferences tonight, so I am all pretty stoked right now. So uh, that's really all I wanted to say.
1: Time for that glass of wine.
2: Yep. Amen. And
1: Getty from Beyond the Grave. <laughs> I want you to tell everyone I am amped for extra life, and I can't wait to share with everyone all the stupid things I have planned. Well, now I'm real scared.
3: Everybody donate to our extra life. Can't let Getty's death be in vain. And <laughs>
1: she's on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to feel hey, really bad if j- something yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, she has a don't jinx it. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: No kidding, wow. Oh dear.
1: And that will be it for this week's Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at GG Radio and twitch.tv slash GG Radio, where our 24-hour streams in support of Extra Life is upon us. November 16th. Join us for the smorgasbord of games and events we have planned. And please, please, please consider going to our Extra Life page and pitching in on some of our team members' pages We haven't quite met their goal yet. <coughs> Joel. not what? No, we're past the Joel. threshold. We're, we are we are 25% above our goal, so blow me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've got a goal of 800, which actually we have surpassed at this point and gone to 845. So we're raising the stakes and reaching for our new stretch goal of $1,000. Give us a hand to raise some money uh, for those sick kids. The whole team, including the spouses, as well as some friends of the show, will be there. We've heart, middle Gear Heartwig coming up. We have Steve. Steve might be around. We're going to be doing some Extra Life stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we may have some uh, supplemental content or streams uh, going on, but they will be after this podcast goes live. But I know that Brock from Damage Boost will be streaming for us on Friday, and Saturday will be me and Steve just for us a little extra hype. Uh, This will also be our last week of recording before Extra Life. We are going to take next week to prep for Extra Life. So we will return November 21st getty will be in full effect as well as your two hosts alex and joel here and we will continue to go forward our game schedule will also be posted to our wordpress blog as well as our twitter and facebook um we're gonna keep trying to do multiplayer monday and 2d tuesdays we're gonna keep those going as well as i'll probably throw a supplemental stream on thursday of our normal recordings but extra life will be upon us all uh, also, feel free to check out our YouTube and Twitch channels to see which couple you thought did better at bleed. <laughs> <laughs> can we put a false somewhere? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> okay. That'd be good. That'd be good. I think that we can get that going. Ooh, and you guys like could see for yourself. Tish, there I, er- we go. I yeah. already know the result. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go on the field for sure. A, for sure. Give an honest try. <laughs> <laughs> we Ours. Try. Ours has a special guest, a penny.
0: <laughs> oh, <For like>, as <laughs> always. Puppy cam.
1: No, we had it for like Aww. two. She was in there for like two seconds but should be a lot of fun and then also if you'd like to reach us with questions or input our email address is superggradio at gmail.com and provide a review on iTunes or the moldy jack-o'-lantern of your choice thanks for listening GG Beth GG GG Joel GG good game Kelly (laughs) GG thanks for listening everybody